0: Welcome back, guys, to 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan, the podcast where we talk about life, death, and everything in between. Welcome oh back, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, Yuvan seems oh. very excited to be back on the show, and so am I, although my, my uh, vocal expression may not uh, uh, p- p- convey the message. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you meant
1: to? It's like, okay, I'm gonna sound cool now. And you yeah, took yeah, like a whole right. one minute before we started the
0: episode. <laughs> it got a shift into cool voice, like what's up? My name is Jillamalupe, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, matter, um. no, matter how, no matter how hard I try to fake that 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 deep voice, I I can't. I'm just too I'm just too foolish. I'm too funny. Yeah, it's, it's my vibe. I, I I always thought I was a Joey, you know, I'm a chandler. I'm a Chandler trying to be Joey, <laughs> which just makes another Chandler.
1: It just makes... <laughs>
0: oh my God! Uh, hey hello, guys. Guys, welcome back to the show. We are so uh, we we have missed you, and we are happy to have you back, and we are happy to be back.
1: Yes, we are. it it's been a while. It's been three weeks. Um, if you're wondering uh, why we took a break without much announcement, um. Nothing too crazy. It was just finals um, at the end of the semester for me, and Jian had a lot of assignment and exams on his side too. So I told him that I'm going to be out for a while just to focus on finals and get done with. And it was a hectic finals. It was a very hectic finals. The break was very much needed. I guess you just need to spend more time on school, and you all get that, right? Most of our listeners here. You all are probably in school too. Like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And uh, you know what, you and I actually talked about uh, trying to uh, force our way into an episode. But we realized that if you force your way to make an episode, it's not going to come out sincere. And that the time will come where we can make an episode again wholeheartedly. And therefore, here we are. And, you know, it's been a a ride, you know, starting from Christmas. And it's like having to uh, be around family. And uh, after that, our exams came about. That's kind of why we were busy. So we sincerely, wholeheartedly, heartfelt mostly from the bottom of my heart, uh, apologize. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, guys, I'm sorry too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we decided <laughs> since it's been a while and since uh, if you are in Malaysia, then you would know we are now uh, under the under the MCO two point. Oh my God, there's a rhyme too. You can totally make a like make a bob. We're yeah. in the MCO and two point oh. I'm trying to be. J.P. and Mellow Mellow <laughs> P. He just can't get that flow. <laughs> I ain't got no flow.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Now that you mention it, it just clicked in my head that the podcast started during MCO 1.0. <laughs> and hell <then>,
0: yeah! <laughs> my god, we're back. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is 11 o'clock 2.0. It's 11 o two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, enough of you and I being you and I. Uh, So today we decided we're going to do a check-in kind of episode to tell you where we are at mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of...
1: Yeah, and then we'll go on to talk about how we've been dealing with the MCO and how you can help, like, maybe learn a thing or two from us or share what you do with us as well. So yeah, um, I think without any further ado, how have you been, G? How's the MCO been treating you? You're back home.
0: Like... I mean, to be quite frank, um, it's not been much of a... It, we have been under this sort of state for kind of a while now, seven months or six months since the first MCO started. And even after there was like some uh, leeway given by the government, we didn't really go out much just because we wanted to stay safe and uh, prevent ourselves from contracting the virus. So I wasn't very, uh, I was kind of expecting this to happen, a second wave. And uh, for me to be mentally prepared to be back in this state, knowing what my routines are, how to deal with being uh, closed up in a room. So I guess I'm fine. (laughs) I'm doing okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It it has gotten sort of like um desensitized to the whole being at home thing. You've just sort of like oh okay longer yeah sort of a thing. But like I guess I could say the same. Like it's just one of those things where you've like I've been at home constantly. Like you've been back in Kiel for a while, but I've just been home since last year, and uh, it's it has its perks. It has it's nice. It's it's genuinely nice. Like. Honestly, it is a blessing to be to be like twenty three and being able to spend this much time with your parents and stuff like i I like we used to have conversations about how it's like us leaving to care for the first time was us leaving home like like leaving home you know and like now being able to be
0: back like that's that's a blessing you went just, I'm looking <laughs> you' went just received thirty d m slides from like thirty different teenage girls' moms. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, please marry my daughter. You love your parents. You are a good Indian son. I... Yeah,
1: oh, my God. <laughs> ah, anyway, um, what was I saying? I lost my train of thoughts. Um, Oh, yeah. But looking forward, looking forward for the rest of the year, I'm heading back to KL. So, that's been kind of like an uplifting thing to look at. It's like a change of pace of things, you know, like... Being back to independence, being back to doing my own laundry, like
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a weird thing to be excited about, but it I am like <laughs> yeah, it is exciting, like being responsible for yourself, I mean, I feel like every human being should at some point get there or at least try to get there, and it yes. is enlightening, you learn a lot about yourself, what you like, what you dislike,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Uh, so just to since we are talking about the MCO and how like we have been continuously dealing with uh, being indoors, we thought it would be uh, fun to talk about the kind of rituals or like mini rituals that we do to keep ourselves occupied to alleviate our stresses, uh, being cooped up in the within four walls, and. Yeah. Uh, I can, I know it sounds like it's going to be boring, but let me tell you, you have some interesting ways of dealing with these problems.
1: <laughs> and no, it doesn't in- involve the, no, it doesn't always involve the internet and a uh, phone in incognito mode. No, no. Nope. nope. Naughty, naughty. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you teasing me, huh? <laughs> you are teasing me, naughty, naughty. Oh, guys, if you haven't seen that that meme, like, please go do it. Search YouTube. You teasing oh, me, mm-hmm. naughty, huh? naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Rutiran was telling me that the guy who,
1: who who's that meme, the he say it's his catchphrase from a YouTube channel that preaches about Islam, and what? every time he talks about something haram,
0: that's when he says that line, and it blew my mind to like. <laughs> when you were telling me th- when like when I, as I was listening to you like tell me this, I was yeah. trying to anticipate what Ruti would have said. The last thing I would have expected is a channel about Islam. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, hey, uh, kind of progressive. Okay, I, I am uh, enjoying that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no disrespect to any group or any social group or any religious group whatsoever.
1: No, no, no. This is solely about the catchphrase, guys. Yes.
0: No, no. <laughs> uh, going back to Yuvan's routine. Uh, so this is something that Yuvan did, and it's also also kind of kind of something that I did when I was uh, doing my final exams. So when Yuvan was doing his final exams. His sleep routine isn't exactly a routine. Like, <laughs> the concept of day and night do not apply to Yuven during that span of time where his exams are placed.
1: Oh my god, guys. When G and I realized that we were doing the same thing, it was mad. So, here's the thing, right? My exams were um, formatted at 24 hours per paper. And uh, these were like... Like p d this was a very important semester for me, so I could not mess this up, and so the papers would be out every day at three thirty in the afternoon, and you would have to submit it the next day at three thirty and Though the paper was set to last for like maybe four hours or five hours, no <laughs> when you have twenty four hours you use twenty four hours and so like literally, like he said, you demolish the concept of day and night and you just sit in front of a computer and work on the paper and he just used to i used to text him randomly because he used to take breaks and like surf the web and when i send, him see something and i send it to him and man would reply back to me at like 5 45 in the morning and no i did not just wake up no i'm just no no i'm not I'm just about to sleep no like I, this goes on till like 3 30 the next day or like 4 30 the next day and then you don't sleep and I remember this one time, of quick story time. Um, I was running on like 48 hours, I think, or 49 hours of no sleep. And I had just submitted a paper and then I had like a two-day break. And they were about to announce the MCO and cases were rising. So we knew that we didn't have much time to hang out. And um, I woke up that day. I mean, I, didn't, I left my room that day and I was like, I'm just going to die. But by the time I went to sleep, we had planned to meet all at my place and so I told Ritaran that um, if you're coming just get me a can of Red Bull because I'm going to need it (laughs) and so I downed the Red Bull and I was hyper and not only that what we did was we brewed um, coffee Coffee. oh my god and we drank like two cups each and continued to play what? (laughs) Monopoly Monopoly
0: oh man the energy was wild the man was up for a whole 72 hours Jesus and Monopoly was just
1: mad. It was a cheaters edition, guys. If you haven't checked out Monopoly Cheaters Edition, not a sponsor, but it's a hell of a fun game. Like it's a, it's insane.
0: Yeah, I I I personally feel like it's not, it has nothing to do with Monopoly. I mean, it has the the basis of that you play Monopoly, but the the point of the game is that you cheat. Meaning that if it's your turn, you could literally steal money from the bank and if nobody notices you do that then you you get away with it
1: yeah you get away with you can steal money from players you can steal property from players you can flick off hotels from the board and if nobody notices it's fine
0: yep (laughs) it was quite fun it got pretty uh, intense for a while suddenly it it, it really tires you out mentally after a while like cheating is hard guys
1: (laughs) cheating is hard cheating is really hard Especially when you're just keeping track of everybody's movement. Oh, my God. And then trying to cheat yourself. But anyway, yeah, that, that's kind of like how it, it worked during the final season. I mean, the final exam. What am I even saying anymore? <laughs>
0: the final season of The Good Place. <laughs> out now on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, actually, the season four was out in like uh, all the other countries except Malaysia. But it's out now on Netflix in Malaysia. Yeah. So, uh, I I think you you told me that you already watched it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I just finished it today.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, Why didn't was, you tell me? <laughs> the episode could have good. been about that.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved the show so much. The ending was, was damn good. But uh, let's not spoil it for any of the listeners. Yeah, guys.
1: Anyway, look forward for The Good Place episode coming to you soon. And uh, now that you know Go watch it before the episode comes out So you can engage with us in that conversation Uh, (laughs) 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 But but I guess that's the crazy thing About the whole ritual, right Like you just You're just so cooped up That you actually don't look out the window as often So you just like Go on and on And the next thing you know You start feeling a bed of back discomfort And you realise Oh, I've been sitting for the past 15 hours I've been Mm -hmm. (laughs) sitting...
0: It's actually insane. Like I have, I've had to teach myself to stand up every half an hour or so, because it's just so bad for your back if you sit down for that long. And oh my god! Like, but you know what? Like um, back when I was in Canada, was when the MCO, like uh, right, the the version of the MCO, started around the world. Because uh, even in Canada, at the time the COVID nineteen pandemic had already started, and I was still there. I hadn't yet flown back, and uh, looking for tickets was a struggle. But I managed to do it. But while I was there. Because you kind of cooped up in your room, like this was my ritual, right? Like whenever I had final papers, if my final paper was due two days from now, in that whole 48 hours, I would have two hours worth of sleep. Like half an hour intervals whenever I'm taking breaks from studying. And after the exam, like I already ruined my routine so bad that I wouldn't be able to sleep for the next 24 hours. So I just watched binge watched like a whole series for the whole 24 hours. And then eat food, <laughs> eat food and watch and eat food and watch and that—that uh, that is what I, I, I'm i very sure that I'm not the only one. I hope that I'm not I, the only one. I don't
1: think so. Like your post exams, I until now I still sleep at 5am. Like I only sleep at 5am. I'm still trying to go back to the whole 11pm thing. But it's very you know, hard, right? It's very hard. You're just awake. Like you're just awake. <laughs>
0: Like, I've gotten a lot of advice from different people. They say, oh, if you can't sleep early and if you end up going to sleep at 5 a.m., don't go to sleep at 5 a.m. and stay awake for the whole day the next day, right? And then yeah. finally collapse at 11 p.m. the next day, the next night. But it doesn't work. Like, during the next day, I'm like, damn, so damn tired that I just literally pass out during the day. And when <laughs> that happens, I've switched from, I don't know what the word for normal biological clock is. But I switched from that to nocturnal. Oh, diurnal. In... Yeah, yeah. Yes. Diurnal to nocturnal. You were the one that told me this a few days ago. Yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ago. So you go from oh, diurnal right. to nocturnal, but I managed to get thee back on track after some time. So
1: uh, <laughs> it's been a year since you came back from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's another Sometime. thing, right? When I was in Canada, I was asleep during the day there, and awake during the night in Canada, and our justification was like, oh, because you're on the Malaysian clock. Then when yeah. I came back to Malaysia, I was sleeping here during the day, and awake during the night here. Like, <laughs> there seems to be some kind of latency for my mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The mind is somewhere else, the body is somewhere else, and then by the time the body realized that the mind was somewhere else, they switched back places, and they were like, oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's like my body is never satisfied with where I am. It does not want to accept the fact that it's in a new place until it moves on to another place and I'm like, shit, I missed that place. You know? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much just like (laughs) that's how life is, isn't it? (laughs) As soon as you don't have it anymore,
1: now I want it.
0: Uh, We always want what we can't have. Exactly. Uh. (laughs) I'm glad that that you and I decided to do this episode today uh, after finally getting done with our work. It's, it's yeah it's been a hell of a ride and i know that a lot of people also kind of sort of had the same exam season just at the same time that you were having your exams and uh, i hope everyone is doing good doing okay
1: yeah yeah oh my god i hope your exams are going okay uh feel free to reach out for anything if we can help
0: we will uh, <laughs> but the people who sorry. i really want to help out Lade. sorry to interrupt but people who i really want to help out are the spm takers from last year Like, I don't know how. Like, they would have studied preparing for last year, November, you know. And they still haven't done the SPM yet. They probably don't have any motivation to even go for the damn exam.
1: Dude, it's mad, dude. It's mad. And I don't understand why the government is making such a big deal out of the SPM. I understand that it's a very important exam. But let's look at facts here, right? The A-levels paper. One of the hardest pre-U papers that you can do. You know what they did to change their format? They made it class test. They actually made it class test. And your your lecturer marks the paper and gives you the final grade. And you're set. And that result is your end A-levels result. Like, if... That course can switch. What is up with y'all? Like,
0: there, there's so many things the government can do to to uh to alleviate the stresses of these form five students, but they are not doing anything of that sort. They're just making exactly. Why
1: is so difficult to make it an online exam? <laughs> right. Like what is Yeah. That was
0: that was my uh my 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 recommend my suggestion like as to what could be done. And like a lot of teachers were arguing with me like, because my mom's a teacher in a high school too and she was saying it's not easy, it's not easy. But I mean, you're having your classes online, you just like, so what if they have access like to open book, change the format, you've had time, change the and format.
1: more than anything, I can personally vouch for the fact that I learned more doing an online exam than just regurgitating everything on a paper that's two hours. Like it's so much more research, it's so much more work, but you come out learning something like uh I can just give full disclosure. There was a management strategy paper that I barely um revised for, and it was a hard it was a hard module. but by the end of the paper, I understood all of the theories in that paper so well that I was like, like this is so much more effective than any three hour paper that I've sat for in high school, like or A levels or anything like it's just. Why why can't, why aren't you all opening your eyes to this, you know? like
0: I, I think the answer is right in front of us. And the answer kind of always has been right in front of us. Like the fact that you didn't have to memorize. You actually, you had access to open book. Like the, the conventional SPM doesn't allow that. You can't refer. And hence yeah. you're forced to memorize and spit back out facts. And once you spit it back out, you kind of forget it. You don't really understand it. But if you have access, if it's open book, you can take it and use that knowledge, apply it to what the question is asking you, then you have to process that information and therefore you learn in that process. Uh, People still, like, our education system really still doesn't get that. Exactly. And this is coming from two different, like,
1: dudes here, right? One, he's working and I'm still studying, but, like, we can both vouch for the fact that that's not, like, that, that, the SPM format is not how the world works. Like, that three-hour exam may make sense in a context of testing, but it never works like that in real life. When you're working, well, like when your boss tells you to learn something, even you go and you have access to the internet to learn and that's how you learn and apply those things. Nobody expects you to just have it pre-installed in your head and just regurgitate without any sort of referencing. Same goes to uni. All the assignments require so much of research work. That you—that's the whole point. Like, teach them how to research, teach them how to intact cite. Like,
0: yeah, he <laughs> believed, Like, I—I've genuinely thought the reason I avoided A levels was exactly this, right? They don't teach you, actually, like citation. They don't teach you citations. Any A level is a hundred percent exam-based uh, uh, course. You yeah. technically memorize and spit it back out. It was a exact replica of SPM to me, and I was like, nope, not doing that again. Like yeah. the course that I did actually had me apply my knowledge. Uh, into what I'm doing and I learned so much in in, in the process I think that that's something that um, hopefully the current government or the future generation needs to look into you know
1: yeah I think I think so too I think when when I could tell the difference when um, I was in Penang and you were doing the ADP and the courses were so different at what we absorbed and what we had to learn and like you said A-levels is just SPM 2.0 and it's just hella just you know like practicing and and this that and everything but just being able to like you used to tell me that you used to go for expeditions and and like field trips to like um orang what what are orang aslis like i mean you all would know what orang aslis are <laughs> like to be able to go and visit orang aslis and stuff like it you learn so much more from from a from a hands-on approach like that like it's time guys i think it's where it's it's about time you it, this clicks in your head
0: like uh, don't get me wrong, you know there are some courses that you do that seem like it's not helping you in the moment, but like ten years, uh, ten years after that you kind of uh, you retrospect and you realize hey it actually did help me in a way or two. And like for example, for me it's kumon, right? Like when I was yeah. doing it, I was really struggling and I felt what's the point of all this? It really isn't helping me at all. But ten years later, I can I can see the benefits, right? I know what it did for me in my own way. But yeah, it's SPM looking back at spm it has not done anything of that sort i literally haven't applied a single thing i learned in high school in my life in my uh, like pre uni courses in my uh, undergraduate course and in my current life have not remembered or applied anything from my high school syllabus
1: yeah like like you said you've applied more from what you took from kumon than you have from what the school has to have to teach And we've spoken about this, I don't think we want to disclose it on this episode, but like, there are things that Jen and I that that are planning, or like just want to do to help fix fix what's been going on, or like just a step towards it at least, and it's pretty crazy to think how rigid they want the system to be, and how they just refuse to see any other perspective, just because it's Kononya works, and this is... The linear enough for me to test you all but really what's the point, what is linear testing if you're still handicapped like <laughs> if there's still priority to selections and stuff like <laughs> it's not linear
0: <laughs> forgive me for being radical uh, but it's a very easy way I feel this is from eagle uh, eagle eye perspective but like teaching uh, teaching students knowledge that doesn't get you past the the, the middle class level is a way for the government to oppress people. You get them to work as uh, what's the word? Um, white collar, white, blue collar, blue collar. Yeah, well, sorry, the white collar is opposite, right? Yeah, yeah. As as blue collar workers, and therefore you remain in power. And at the same time, you are spreading propaganda in our subjects like history. It's everything you know in the history books in our know, Malaysian syllabus. History books are a lie, and that is not something that I'm saying out of my own, uh, my own emotional. Like my own emotions or my own views it's they they're facts. I'm not the only one saying them these are facts, yeah. yeah
1: exactly, and like that's the thing if you still think that you know like for this for those for those students who like you know love history, like yes, I see you on that, but like like fact check your facts, you know, like the textbook isn't as legit as you want it to be, or you think it is it's pretty crazy. Yeah.
0: In fact, you know, if uh, if you guys are listening and you have any thoughts on this, if you have any ideas as to how we can change this, how we can morph into something better, something to help um, people learn better, learn to apply the knowledge that they are receiving in real life, uh, more practical, more hands-on work, for example. Like, for example, Yuvan and I uh, tend to have game nights with our group of friends that we call Batastic, that includes Ruti, Kavi, Lina, Nishan, and Noel, and uh, occasionally some guest stars. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. lady gaga showed up for our last episode it was pretty cool <laughs> you you're not supposed to tell anyone she wanted to keep it a secret
1: oh sorry sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah right we were playing some a game that was like a, a general knowledge quiz kind of game I i forgot yeah. the name of it but the point is that we learned so much through that game and had fun doing so had fun doing it yeah, yeah. Like we we asked we we actually said this while we were playing. We were like, "What if this was how they taught us in school?"
1: Exactly. Like that would be pretty crazy if they applied this kind of approaches to us. Thing like we were on Discord casually hanging out, but like we've learned so much more from things like that. The way Discord works, even just being able to play songs and all, are very parallel to coding. How you code and and code instructions and stuff like that i found that super interesting because that's exactly how you would want it to work and and it just be being able to integrate things like that into it hell yeah just the education system is broken guys i'm sorry to say but like exactly like he said it's so radical and it's so set in a certain way to keep you where you are and only only when you yourself take the initiative to get and want more is when you step out of that bubble, because if you just go parallel along the way, it's not going to grant you the kind of thoughts or the radical, the freedom of like seeing it from like the eagle eye or like, hey, like we are not stupid, you know, like.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of what they want you to be. If any any ruling party will want to keep the the oppressed oppressed, right? That's what they do. Yeah. Um, just a little something for our listeners who who want to do this. Uh, it's a little homework, I guess, for you. Um, if you've ever heard of the phrase the phrase critical, that's a critical pedagogy. <laughs> I, yeah, I know it's a, a little bit uh, it's, the word is funny. The first word is critical. The second word is pedagogy. P-E-D-A-G-O-G-Y if you have any interest in um uh, styles of teaching styles of uh, methods of uh, teaching and education that's a quite a quite an interesting uh, a concept that i learned in uh, college and i would like for you guys to look into it too i think it's it'll be very beneficial and i would do it here in the podcast episode but i don't i, I can't really um explain in depth uh the the inner workings and mechanics of it, what it uh, really is, but uh, it's probably best for you to go and look it up and read it and make your own, get your own perspective of it.
1: Yeah, hell yeah! And and if you know if anybody's out there who thinks that this is interesting, circle back to us about it, and we can we can even like you can even come on the episode if you find if you think that it's something that you want to share what you think about it and all. I think the education system. There's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot of things to address here and we even have friends who are teachers now like still trainee teachers and everything i would love to get in touch with them and see how what they teach them you know like even ma i ma is a teacher like <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. oh my we God. in fact have a friend who is uh who is a victim of this uh, spm issue uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah <laughs> 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 we can get
1: everybody's perspective here if you want we can host a forum if that is something you were not
0: interested in yeah you know what guys like just like you said, to if, really, if you want to talk about this like uh, contact us let's 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 talk on the show like this is the whole point of us talk, uh, starting this initiative was for us to have a platform to discuss these things and to talk about them uh, discuss problems solutions and just have a good time uh, so yeah, yeah, feel free uh, to contact us
1: oh my god uh, I like how the tangent of the episode just went from like huh MCO 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 but education system though <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean I feel like it segued well it it kind of was hand in hand because the problem with the SPM call was caused by the MCO. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I it opened the light.
1: light. It shed light on the matter, and I think that's important. It just mm-hmm. so
0: happens that you and I share very strong opinions um, on this issue, and uh, it uh, it's great that we got to talk about it.
1: Yeah, we discussed like a thou- a hundred episodes before we started recording. This wasn't even one of it, but I'm glad that the tangent brought us here. And I think that we said things that were very important and that needed to be said. And I hope it got you thinking. Um, critical no, a critical Prodigy, pedagogy. No, what? Critical pedagogy. Ah, pedagogy. Yes. Pedagogy. <laughs> yeah. Pedagogy. Yeah. Check it out yeah. and and let us know what you think. But I think I think that will. Is there anything else you would like to discuss for
0: today's yes. episode? I think, uh, summing up, uh, we hope that you reach out to us and, uh, cont- and, uh, hopefully we can have a conversation for our next few episodes. And, uh, we thank you for listening to us and we hope to catch yeah, you in guys. the next one.
1: Welcome back guys. Yes. We really hope to catch you back in the next one. Before we end the episode, uh, shout out to our friends, um, who will be left anonymous, I think, because that's how the podcast is. The Listen to Me La podcast, um, a few friends of us have started an initiative to allow a platform to be heard about matters that, um, you know, you may not want to express who you are and stuff like that. And I think it's a very interesting um, podcast coming soon. And I don't yeah. know if it's out yet.
0: You, you guys should definitely go and check them out. They're on Instagram. It's called it's, uh, Listen to Mila. And it's where you can uh, get on the podcast uh, uh, as someone uh, who, as someone that's anonymous and talk about anything anything that you're feeling anything you like to express and I think it's a really good initiative yeah uh, do check them out
1: do check them out but I think till then that's all from us Um, take care welcome back thank you for sticking with us for so long see you guys in the next episode till tomorrow guys till tomorrow
0: guys